Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated Mm -hmm. sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe. Even leave a five-star review wherever you yeah, get yeah. your podcast. I am Anthony Totri, yeah, joined on this terrific Tuesday by Sean DePaz, yeah, Shane Diefenbach. Yeah, I Ooh. am. Gents, Ooh. happy Tuesday. Yes. This is a solid Tuesday. It's, it's a, a great Tuesday. This weekend, action. Yeah, it feels like a Monday. This yeah. weekend, the Action Network, the thing I use to track my bets. Yeah. Um, added bet sync with DraftKings. What does that mean? Finally. So every time I place a bet on DraftKings, so every single day, five to 20 times a day, <laughs> Um, the DraftKings app will sync with my action account. Okay. And it will tell me, like, I can get, like, live odds. DraftKings has live odds, but this, like, gives me updates on what happens every time a a goal gets scored, a run gets scored, whatever. And I can also track my winnings and losings, my wins and losses, (laughs) how much I'm up or down. So it's very good. Very excited. But it's only good when you're up, right? No, I like keeping myself in check. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So Shane, that's how Shane knows when he needs to take a break. Yeah. I mean, that's probably a good thing. What about you, Sean? Do you have any random apps to uh, keep you in check in terms of sports betting? No, I do not. Because um, I've been waiting for Action Network to allow uh, to sync with DraftKings. So now that that happens, I'm going to have to download it. Ooh. Yeah. And the best thing about Action, and this is like a free plug, you can add your friends on it so you can keep your friends in check. Mm. So, Toshri? I'm good, man. I'm good. What was the Totri bet that you had when we went to the D-backs game the other day? It was Brendan like... Brendan Rodgers over a hit? Yes. That was just that. It was that. It was no gun parlay <laughs> with anything. Just Brendan Rodgers. Did it hit? Um, I, don't I, don't, did. I don't think it did. I, th- I think he, he got a hit. With... He was two over four the following day. Yeah. <laughs> Fucker. That's <So. laughs> uh, tragic. And yeah. he, as we were walking to the stadium, he's like, I can't wait for basketball so I can bet Marcus Smart under rebounds again. <laughs> I'm telling you, fucking man. Fucking <laughs> Listen, no, you can't hate on my on my Marcus Smart rebounds. Right? I mean, you can. You most certainly can. Okay, whatever, man. <laughs> uh, big news this morning um, and kind of over the weekend in terms of media deals. So we've we've talked at length in the past about the whole conference realignment and potentially what these TV rights deals mean for these conferences moving forward. There was news this morning as of Tuesday, 7.45, that the Big Ten and the ESPN are not going to be working out a deal. Um, I believe it was the Big Ten had pulled out of discussions with ESPN. Now, that leaves arguably the biggest sports network, biggest TV deal available for the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Turn it up. Yeah, why not? Why give not us, us give give the Pac-12 SDSU in Northern Colorado, and we're all set. Northern Colorado, yeah. Is that you want? Or Colorado State, or no Boise State. So no, no New Mexico. Something State. that the Pac-12, no, no Hawaii. Ooh, Hawaii, Hawaii. Dude, give me Hawaii and San Diego State. 
That'd be hot. Okay. Then that's a win. That's better than USC and UCLA. <laughs> okay, man. Uh, get the Bruins out of here. Give me the Rainbow Warriors. Rainbow Warriors. Rainbow Warriors. Think yeah. about that as a recruiting. Yeah, that's thing. their. That's what they are, right? Yeah. That's no, I didn't up. know that. What? Oh, that's crazy. Uh, but imagine being like, hey, and you, normie. it's like you get to live in <laughs> Phoenix. Um, you know, the weather's here nice. And once a year, you get to take a trip to Hawaii. 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 Shut the fuck up. What, man? So, uh, John yeah. Wilner tweeted this out yesterday, um, which would have been Monday evening in regards to something that the Pac-12 has um, over some of these other schools. So the Pac-12 can offer ESPN 26 late windows Friday, Saturday for 13 weeks. Most of them competition free. Um, John says he suspects both nights will play a central role in negotiations and a possible deal. Price point might depend on the pick selections. Um, I mean, it, it goes without saying that this would this would turn the Pac-12 in the in terms of which of these two conferences, right? The Pac-12 and the Big 12, in terms of getting other teams from a, an opposing conference. A deal with ESPN would probably make the Pac-12 the favorite, in my mind to start poaching schools from the Big 12. Yeah, it definitely makes them a little more attractive. Um, yeah, because, I mean, that was one of the things, I think it was, was it you, Shane, that you were talking about in, in terms of, or it might have been, I think it was Saul, in, in terms of going to, going to the Big 12. Like, you you get into a situation where now you're you're playing games earlier, you're competing with yeah. other conferences. Here, if you are a team like Texas Tech, who has somewhat of a geographic proximity to the pack, and then you're like, now you get to play your tech. You get you don't have to worry about competing with Texas, Texas A and M during your game. Here's also an underrated really? thing: um, you get an ESPN deal. Every single bar in New York and on the East Coast will have your game on. That yeah. is also true. That's Very true. true. At, at midnight, two a.m. Which you cannot say for USC and UCLA yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, that's huge. I didn't even think about that, yeah. but that that's true because one of yeah. the things that we talked about about Atlantic City, the Pac-12, <laughs> is it is so difficult in just other states other than Arizona, even though it is tough to watch it in Arizona too, is just being able to find the game yeah, yeah. and watch the game. ES- ESPN is the default, right? Like you're like, you want to watch sports, you just... You turn on ESPN. You turn on ESPN. And, and ASU football, which is weird, has more of a problem than ASU basketball. ASU basketball got a lot of weird yeah. regional slots. I remember when yeah, I was in of- New Orleans, um, we were at a Bally's Casino, I think, and it was... The game was on against USC. That's so crazy. Um, <laughs> when you guys were doing a post game show, I was FaceTiming you from the casino. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're up four. Oh, and then I watched just the collapse that happened in, that, <laughs> in the last five minutes of that game. Gotcha. I remember flopping all over a couch on the bar, just super sad. Interesting. Um, but it, the game was available. So that was fun. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's massive to, to, to potentially get something like this because it, you, you figure. It feels like ASU and the Pac-12 have been behind the ball, right? In terms of NIL, in terms of media, in terms of getting these teams, like they've literally lost the majority of the revenue with two teams bouncing to the Big Ten. This almost feels like now they have an advantage for the first time in a long time. The Big Ten is not a problem anymore with ESPN, right? So now your selling point is what makes the Pac-12 more attractive to ESPN than the Big 12? What makes, the, what makes the Pac-12? What more, makes the Pac-12 more attractive to ESPN than the Big 12? Well, I mean, it's I mean, like we were just talking about the late slots, um, just having something to show late at night as opposed to not. I guess. I mean, in terms of Sports Center, you don't want to watch Sports Center for the third straight time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just. Um. 
I don't know. I mean, I think when you're looking competition wise, there's not a whole lot more attractive about the pack than the Big Twelve. But but is that really a problem? Do you think for them? No, I, I mean, I, I think it is literally what we were talking about. It's just they're on the West Coast. There's not competition when you're showing games at 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Eastern. Like it's, I think that's what's more attractive. If you're now now if you're ESPN, if you're ESPN with the Big 12, and then you have to make a decision between showing Big 12 games, showing SEC games. You don't have that situation when you're showing games at again 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, I really think that's all it is. Do we think that the Pac-12? Let's say let's let's be optimistic about it. Let's do it. Let's say ESPN and the Pac-12 strike a deal. Okay, okay. the Pac-12 will now be shown on ESPN. Fantastic! You can finally watch all the Arizona State football games you want from fucking Vermont. Yeah. Okay. They still need two more teams in theory. Right to still be the Pac-12. Right now they're the Pac-10 after mm-hmm. this year. If you are playoff cough, yeah, Big 12 schools start calling. Hey, we want we want in, we want in. Which two schools, reasonable schools? Because I I can't imagine a world where Baylor is like, hey, let's hop on over to the Pac-12. Yeah, from the Big 12. Yeah, okay. Two schools. Do you assume, or would you think would make a lot of sense? To come on over. San Diego State? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. You're saying from the Big 12? From the Big specifically 12. from the Big 12. Because I think that's, I think that is now. West Virginia. Yeah. No, I was joking. Um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, just like geographically, it makes Well, d- d- throw that all out the window. Well, it doesn't matter yeah. anymore. Um, I, think I mean, Texas, Texas, I think, is the most obvious one. Oklahoma State would kind of be fun. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, it'd be fun. Just because, like, you look at the situation they're in now, they don't have Oklahoma in their conference anymore. Um, well, they won't, obviously. Um, they're kind of in a no man's land in terms of like, like being in the, the the Big Twelve. Like, the Big Twelve is in a very weird situation for the reason we've just been talking about, like the the time slots. Um, I feel like it gives them a very massive opportunity to kind of dig into the West Coast. I feel like Tech is the most obvious. Yeah, answer. I think Tech and TCU. Yeah, TCU is a good one too. Because two Texas schools. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, you figure odds are similar to the the LA school situation and everything that's been made of other schools leaving is they'll do it in pairs. Yeah. So for Texas Tech, let's assume that's the the number one school to leave. Like. They want to have incentive to go with one of these other schools. Going with another Texas school, I feel like, makes sense. The reason I really like the Oklahoma State pick, at least for Oklahoma State, is they've always been, I feel like, the little brother in that conference, right? As long as Oklahoma's been there, they've always kind of just been living in their shadow, especially in terms of football. Um, Even last year, Oklahoma State was a couple yards shy of being in the college football playoff, and all anyone gave two shits about was Caleb Williams and the Spencer Rattler issue and – that they weren't even going to be competing for yeah. a college football playoff spot. Um, I feel like a move for them would a again. You're on ESPN now, assuming mm-hmm. you are now so much more marketable across the country. I feel like in terms of recruits, because you figure just because Oklahoma's in the SEC doesn't mean they're going to stop recruiting Oklahoma kids, right? So you this gets your foot in the door with them, and you don't have to be the little brother anymore. If Oklahoma State comes to the Pac-12, they are one of the top two teams immediately in this conference, if not number in one. In football, yeah. In football. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think just ha- being able to expose yourself to 
Arizona and Southern California football in terms of recruiting is just is super enticing for a Big 12 school. Um, well, these ESPN deals are like, I mean, I feel like this is something that gives them nationwide. Yeah, that I mean that too. But I mean, and, and like the reality is, is like Texas can't even recruit in the state of Texas right now. Yeah. Like they, 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 they get out recruited by Alabama, Oklahoma, stuff like that in Texas. So I think just being able to kind of put a flag in a new territory is I think super enticing for any school, but especially like it's like an Iowa state, for example, or a Kansas state, like they don't kind of have that brand power that an Oklahoma state I think would. So if Oklahoma state's here and now just like, Oh, I actually get to play close to home and I get to play for Oklahoma state. That's actually kind of cool. Um, so I think, I think a school like Oklahoma state school, like Texas tech, a school like Baylor would have a little bit more to gain from being out here than a school like an Iowa State, a West Virginia, a Kansas. Or not Kansas. Kansas is a little different for basketball, but um Kansas State, stuff like that. Yeah. It's I think this is this is one of the more interesting developments. I, I would argue that the the news today that the Big Ten and ESPN is no longer a like a real match, I feel like is the biggest news that we've gotten in terms of conference realignment since USC and UCLA left. Um because this completely changes the game if the Pac-12 and ESPN do strike a deal. Now, again, we, for the last 10 minutes, have been optimistic. Yeah. And assuming that Klyovkov and everybody involved gets it done. Um, but that's not to say that the Big 12 and ESPN don't strike a deal first. Um, and in that case, then we're almost kind of at square one again. So we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, something else to keep an eye on is going to be taking place on August 20th at Burrito Express. Daniel Ngata is going to be doing an autograph signing at the Tempe location. He's bringing teammates Ladarius Henderson, um, Omar Norman Lott, Elijah Badger, and others. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, If you're new to the program, then you don't know that we have a deal with Burrito Express. Um, It's been great. What has it been, a week? Week and a half? How many burritos have you had? Four. That's actually crazy. That's yeah. a lot of. And I've been in Tempe twice, so mm-hmm. two. So you're doubling down. Two yeah. burritos average. What is it? Um, PTB per Tempe burritos. Per Tempe burritos. No BTP burritos. No BPT <clears throat> burritos per Tempe. Okay. Tempe yes. trip. Two burritos per Tempe. T- yeah. BTPT burritos per Tempe. That's a hell of a stat. analytics are getting out of hand. That's nowadays. a hell of a <laughs> BPTT. Burritos per Tempe trip. Oh, okay. Are you going to Tempe for practice tomorrow? Are we not? I mean, I'm planning on it. You planning on stopping to get a burrito? Duh. Duh. Okay. Why would I? Why would I waste my time going to Tempe if I'm not getting a burrito? Like, <laughs> okay. To see the football team? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that's true. But I mean, if I'm in Tempe, it, I'm going to Tempe just for the burritos. Yep. I might stop before practice and after practice. They're, dude, I'm. I'm telling you, they're good burritos, man. They're great burritos. I just want to get some of their merch, honestly. Now that I know that they've got merch, I low key want some Burrito Express like hats and shit. I think that would go hard. Yes. Um, definitely go give them a follow on social. Um, they got some some great stuff coming. Um, again, that autograph signing is at the Tempe location, August 20th. Guys, we're on the topic of ASU football, and we will be for the next few months, which I'm not complaining about. However, I'm going to be complaining about it until Uh we finally have a starting quarterback. Yes. Herm said yesterday that we should be expecting an answer and a decision 
hopefully by the end of the week. Oh, wow. So what that says to me is it hasn't been much of a quarterback competition. It's been more of let's make sure Emory Jones is as good as advertised. And from the first week of practice, he's been that good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also, like I said, I don't think it even had to be that good. He just had to not be as bad. He as just had to Paul not fail. Like, God, like, dude, you really don't like Paul Tyson. It's not that I don't like Paul Tyson. Don't like Paul Tyson. Clear, just say it. It's not that I don't like him. I don't know the man. I'm not going to speak on him personally. But, I mean, when you, you we've been to practice, you could tell. He's just clearly not performing at the same he's level as Emory Jones. He's not him. Emory Jones is him. Uh, Emory he also Jones. doesn't have any drip, reportedly. Um, that's per Emory Jones. Yeah. Per <laughs> that's, Emory not, Jones. that's not you making it up. No, that's why. I you know, Paul it. Tyson reminds me. He, I feel like Paul Tyson's the kind of guy that would wear a bolo tie. Like go full Philip no. Rivers. That seems a little more. No, no, he's, he, no, he's, he's just Alabama. Yeah, he, he, he's Alabama. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a suit and tie guy at brunch. Yeah, he's a little more. He he gives me yeah. He because I feel a bolo tie a little more west southwest. That's more a little Texas New Mexico. Trent Borgay is wearing a bolo tie. You think? Yes, I could see that. Bolo ties are southwest. Yeah. Okay. It's a little more cowboy than yeah. than. Not, I'm, I'm not saying that he's hillbilly, but I'm just talking about ties. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's say that Emory Jones gets named the starter sometime this week. That's bold. Is, Is it? it? No, it was a joke. Let's Guys, uh, come on. If this does drag on, right, and we don't get that that name starter, is it? At, at what point does it become a serious problem? For Emory Jones to have not been named the starter by the end of the week, it, Monday. Yeah, yeah, it, yes. <laughs> I think it already is because you're within like, twenty are doing? twenty something days of kickoff. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, it's yeah. I'm gonna say Monday. Like, I don't think it's really that big of an issue because, like, I think it's one of those like you're wasting kept reps. Secrets, but I, like, fuck secrets. You're wasting reps. No, but I'm saying it's like a poorly kept secret. Like, I think everyone's kind of operating under the assumption that he's the starter, right? Like, I think everyone, I think you're being willfully ignorant if you don't think that he is going to be the starting quarterback. So, like, yeah, I just don't think, I, I just don't think that anyone there is really operating under the assumption that there's really a quarterback competition. So I don't know how much it's actually hurting that even Paul and and Trenton, you think they're operating as if they're fighting for two and three at this point? N- no, but I think they're operating under the idea that they have to go and win the job from Emory. Like I, I, like I like, Emory's operating as he's got it already, kind of. I don't know. Well, I don't want to say that just because, like, I don't like. I think he's still going out there being like, I have to secure this job, right? But I, like, I don't think he's out there being like, I have this locked up. Yeah, but I don't think. I think everyone is under the assumption that, like, if we didn't have any practices and we had to start, we had game tomorrow, like, Emory's going to be the guy that they put out there first. Yeah. Um, Well, we've seen that practice. Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, if you get to, like, next week and they're still, like, we don't know who our starter is, it's like, I don't think it's more a question of, like, is Emory not good? It's more a question of, like, what the fuck is going on? Why? Like, from a coaching perspective, I'm like, what are y'all doing over there? Yeah. Um, But... I'm not too concerned that they haven't actually named a starter. Shane, outside of Emery getting, you know, potentially the starting job by the end of the week, what is the next position group that you are most anxious to hear about a starter? Wide receiver. 100%. Because I don't know if I'm anxious. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. Anxious would be more 
corner probably because if they don't really know who's going to be playing in the hardest position in football. I feel like it's got to be Rowe and Jordan, right? Yeah, it should. But that's kind of why. What it Emory should be. should be the starting quarterback, yeah. but there's no idea yet. So, yeah, probably corner. I'm excited for wide receiver, but I'm not worried because any combination that you throw out there, I'm going to be happy with, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be wide receiver the more that I've that we've gone out to practice – the more it's been like... Well, you talked about it. You said Andre, Cam, and Brian Thompson last is, week. Is probably what I yeah. would assume. Yeah. Um, I know we've talked a lot about Elijah, and I think there's probably room for him when the season starts to carve out a starting spot. Yeah. I just don't know if he's done enough in camp and through the spring especially mm-hmm. um, to get that starting job, right? Because how long, how long can we talk about a guy having potential for years on end? To where it's just like, well, maybe this is just how good he's going to be. Mm. Like, not everybody reaches their potential. So, at, at a certain point... people, his potential isn't as high as they, other people think it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's... You can't say he didn't have a shot. Right? He had every, every opportunity, and he still does. I don't want to talk about it like it's like foregone conclusion, like these are the starters. He's going to get opportunities this season. He's going to get plenty of them. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, does he take advantage of them? Because there are a lot of guys of a similar skill set that have clearly demonstrated what they're capable of in practice in meeting rooms and everything. And that's something we don't talk about a lot either is we as media have to base a lot of what we assume off of practice. Yeah. Right. But you could argue the majority of what's done is done off the field. Mm-hmm. In meeting yeah. rooms, in the locker room, in in other places, like we don't know what these guys are like in those meeting rooms. We don't know who's leading those, who's the voice of the wide receiver room. Um, so there's there's still a lot to be to be like, I guess seen. Um, and there still is twenty some odd days. Before Remember when Ricky Pearsall said that Elijah Badger might get snaps at running back in March? That was funny. <laughs> and then Ricky's like, "Peace, I'm gonna go." Yeah, we got traded for Emory Jones. Yeah, mm-hmm. ASU won that trade. By the yeah, way. I would argue there's so, still yeah. a player to be announced. So oh, I thought it was cash considerations. No, it's a player to be announced. Oh, we ASU traded cash considerations and Pearsall for Emory Jones and a player to be announced at a later date that we get from Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, interesting. Any idea? Uh, they're probably in fourth grade picking yeah. another. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that just what you assume fourth graders are doing? Yeah, in the well, middle of the day. First thing comes to mind. What do you think a fourth graders do? Nap time. No, they don't get nap time in fourth grade. That's what I would do in fourth grade. Well, you don't get nap time. So another answer. What is it? Coloring. That seems I, a little old. Yeah, you're not coloring fourth grade either. Tocher, you got a skewed view on the world, like, brother. Like, what is, what is that? You, you said picking their nose, dude. I think they're a little too old to pick their nose, too. I uh, don't think so. Well, I mean, they're still grown adults that pick their nose, so. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that doesn't get enough. That doesn't get talked about enough. Well, hold on. We're going away from the main <laughs> topic right now. What, fourth graders do? What, yeah, what are they um, doing now? What did you learn? Long fourth division. Grade? Fourth graders are doing was long that long division? division? Yeah. Fourth grade was definitely those math sheets where it's like Brother, multiplication and division. Kind of, honestly, math sheets kind of fired me up. Oh, they were fucking. Oh, I, lo- I love math. I was yeah. so good. That at was math competition was in the classroom. Baby. Were we all good at math? I was. Yes. I was. I was good math. at those specific. I was good at math until um, probably my sophomore, junior year of high school, and then I got bored with it. I was. Yeah. I was good yeah. until I was. I was. A, I was a year ahead in math. My basically my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was big. Um, 
algebra guy. I loved algebra. Mm. Not a huge geometry guy. Once the once they Fuck started, yeah. Once they started throwing imaginary numbers in there, I yes. was out. Like proofs? I kill me. Blech. I hated proofs. Oh, I hated the sine cosine. Yeah, that's not that's that that I was not great at. Uh, Nobody I was. was. A big, I was a big science guy, with the exception of chemistry. I fucking hated chemistry. I, I wasn't gonna say that either. I went crazy at get, physics because yeah. it's math. Yeah, well, I, I, it was it's fun math. It's yeah. tangible math. Yeah, it's it was so electric. Fucking mass and velocity and all this. I went shit. to Six Flags. My senior year of high school for my physics class. Physics class. I went to just because in yeah, fourth we, grade we we had like eight oh, problems like a, to solve about the rides. That's pretty cool. Mm, in fourth grade, I went fun. to the Erie Canal. Shout out the Erie Canal, big canal across shout, the entire you just city. Shout out a canal. Yeah, it's yeah, there's nothing 15 wrong miles on the Erie Canal. But it's strange. Um, nothing wrong with it, but it's strange. And then fifth grade, I went to Niagara Falls, made the mist. Mm. You from Buffalo? <laughs> yeah, Niagara Dude, Falls. You know what would be Buffalo, fucking electric? Though. I know, but it's near it. You mean electric? Niagara Falls, but instead of water, this is oh. going to be stupid. It's I can be, it's promise gonna say like whatever no. you're going to say is going to be stupid, but no. could go off. Uh-oh. I don't want to say anymore. No, you have to now. It's just wow. Four peaks. Well, that would be electric. Come Dude, on. That would be amazing. That would be. What I didn't realize is that they had wow on draft at uh, yes. Chase Field. Oh, wow. Yes. Joy bust me up. Yes. They, had, they had wow and hazy on draft. Wow. Yeah. At like the little little beer stands like cart things that they have near at the exit of the aisles had no idea i pounded how are the diamondbacks not winning more games it was well, i don't know yeah and that crane is the moving. players are, i've never seen a crane move yeah it's terrifying to be honest with you i do not like it cranes scare the hell out of me um but yeah i pounded two large draft wows. was he pounding them he pounded the first one yeah i did pound the first one the second one was a little slower to be honest but um immaculate great just great baseball beer Nice yeah. light citrusy, great baseball beer, especially if you're at a day game. Money, dude. Everything about Four Peaks is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and you guys should enter to win the Toast of the Month sweepstakes to win a fifty dollar Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com or click on the link in the show notes. You got to be twenty one or older and enjoy responsibly. Um, what did you bet on at that Diamondbacks game? Sean? Nothing that hit. I bet um, the over, a run ladder. I you bet reverse on- sweeped. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Um, Unlucky. That I bet the. Didn't you also? I bet on. I had a three leg parlay. I had Diamondbacks minus one and a half after they were up one nothing in the first inning. I had Mets minus two and a half and Yankees plus one and a half. Everything hit except the fucking Diamondbacks. Yeah. Um. I I bet I parlayed that with the Merck game that we also went to later. Merck won. D-backs obviously did not. They won big. Yeah. Without I, DT. Without DT. And Sky. Without Sky. Um. Sky needs to unblock Aya. By the way, uh, <laughs> wait, Sky blocked Aya? Yeah, I don't. It's, it's Sky just kind of out here handing blocks out for some reason. That's crazy. I don't know. Um, Aya's a huge fan. She doesn't deserve that free Aya. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had nothing that I bet on the D back game. Going to D back game again tonight, dude. You've uh, been to a lot of D back. Yeah, games I went to the whole series this past weekend. Um, really? Yeah, I was there Friday. So I went Friday by myself. Saturday. Oh no, it was a four game series, wasn't it? They start on third. No, no, no. It's three game. It was a three game series, yeah. So I was there Friday. I was there Saturday with Totri and Emma, and then Sunday I was there working. Um, so I didn't bet on Sunday because you know I was being a big J Turner, kind of really, not really. Um, but um, yeah, I'm probably gonna throw some bets on tonight. Gotta okay. see what Jacob has for me. Um, but that was amazing. Honestly, I didn't bet on it, but watching like it was so electric. Anytime anybody that you would bet on to hit a home run, yeah, Rojas and Seawalk. 
Both and fat. Walker hit a two-run shot the following day. It's almost yeah. like betting is really fun. It makes everything more enjoyable. It yeah. does. It Particularly does. baseball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. I can't believe it's up to $1,000. That's actually wild. It's promo code PHNX. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Guys, or specifically, Shane, you had a fun topic. I had a fun time. I had a great time. I was in Disneyland Sunday. Hey, uh, were you in Disneyland or at Disneyland? I was inside of the park. So I was in Disneyland. Okay. And I was also in California Adventure. I was at Disneyland. I was inside. Of, I was in Anaheim at Disneyland. <laughs> okay. <Whatever. laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah. So I had a lot of fun. And the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, I was very salty about when it happened, when they replaced the Tower of Terror yeah. with it. But they made it look really cool, and so I gave it a shot, and I went on it twice because it was so fun. Ooh. That ride was amazing. So it got me thinking about how juiced Imagineers, the creators of the Disneyland rides and which parks, totally which I did not about. know was a real – that's a real job it's still. A, it's a very important you think, job. You think Walt, the, the ghost of Walt was building? Like, obviously, there had to be no, somebody. I, I just didn't know they called them fucking Imagineers. Well, yeah, they're engineers, and they imagine things. Yeah. Imagineers. Now, you, you, have you met an, an – have you met an engineer? And I say this with two yeah. best friends who are engineers. My roommate's they're not an engineer. That, they're not that creative. I'm as an engineer. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about a topic My that I thought My uncle's an of. engineer. So Imagineers must be so juiced when they find out that a movie it was a hit, not only because they get to build a new ride probably, but also if they have a great soundtrack. And obviously we know how great Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is. Sean, you don't, right? No, I've not seen, seen it. it. Nope. So basically the premise... Well, not the premise of the movie, but a big part of it is he, um, Chris Pratt's character has a Walkman that his mom gifted him. And so Why he has it like that. What? A Walkman. A Walkman. A Walkman? It's a Walkman. Walkman. I mean, technically, the pronunciation should be Walkman. Whatever. Walkman Who cares? is like. He, he was gifted a device where he listens to music on. MP3 player. Sure. Well, no, it's not. It's a Walkman. <laughs> Walk, Walkmans are, have, have tape recorders. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah different. Come on. So anyway, fucking walk uh, me. The, and they're awesome mix volume one, awesome mix volume two, whatever. And it's all like her favorite childhood songs. So great Jackson five songs, you know, just really incredible music. And so that's played throughout all of the movie and they play it on the ride and they have different types of music on each, each ride on you go in different scenes. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I was thinking if you could create a ride out of a movie that hasn't been made yet, doesn't have to be a Disney movie. What would be a great ride from a, of a movie? That's movie? okay. Oof. This is a tough one. I feel like I've definitely watched movies before, and I'm like, this would make a great like Disney ride or something. Oh, I got one. Go ahead, then. Aladdin. Give me a magic carpet fucking roller coaster. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and the soundtrack was, was bomb. Yeah, that like, was, was very good. I love it. Can you imagine with the little with the little monkey too? Mm-hmm. Like that would be. What was that guy's name? I don't know. Is that an Apu? No. Ah, uh, it did start with an A though. I don't know. Abu. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my answer. <sighs> Lion King would also go dope riding fucking wildebeest. Yeah. I'm trying to think of movies that I've watched recently because I feel like I had this very specific thought not too long ago. Uh, you said it doesn't have to be a Disney movie? No. No. An Avatar The Last Airbender ride would be Ooh. crazy riding on um, Appa. I think they're making one. Really? Um, that would go insane. That show didn't get enough love. I feel like it did... Post, yeah, there is one. There is, yeah. Fl- Avatar: Flight of Passage. Oof. Um, it's in Animal Kingdom. 
No, no, but that's Avatar, the movie Avatar. I'm talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, The you're Last on, Airbender, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're on Appa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's not Disney, that's a Nickelodeon. Yes, thing. you're right. Um, I feel like that would go crazy. Well, but that's not a movie, though. It's a TV show. Does that count? Still, yeah. They have counts. an Avatar movie. I've never seen it. I heard it was terrible, but... There is an Avatar Airbender ride. Okay. Yeah, that would go crazy. Um, Mall of America. Oh. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> um... Feel like anything King, like going to space Book. Yeah. would be, ca- would be space, cool, like yeah. any kind of space movie. Lilo and Stitch. Mm. They had a Stitch's Great Escape ride. Did they? At Disney they World. Had an oh, it wasn't ride. a ride. It was more of an experience. They also had an ET ride at, Avatar, at, uh, at Universal Studios. That was amazing. This ride looks insane. What? The mall. So it's the it's those ship rides like this. Yeah. Except your the the seats are on two ends and they spin and they spin. Oh, that's terrible. I can never do that. That looks, that so looks like a, like a, for a ride. It looks hard, but looks oh, and it's on a roller coaster though. No, it's on a track. Well, yeah, but I'm saying yeah, it's not like a it's not like a an axis. Oh yeah, like a shit. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah that looks really fun. Those roller coasters that come to an end terrify me. Yeah, the Incredicoaster, unbelievable. Um, really, the premise of it is you're chasing Jack Jack. You know, the kid, and yeah. he's super unpredictable, so he keeps turning into different things and like exploding. It's so fun. <laughs> and you know how the um, what's it called? Uh, uh, screaming used to be like three, two, one, go, yeah. and then it would take off. So it's now it's Dash saying yeah. that, and he's really? going three, two, one, and then you, when he says go, 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 you hear the pitter patter of his feet, and the fountains to the left take off like he's touching the water. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. Oh, awesome. Disney is on such a different level. It's, it's it, yeah, that ride is great. I don't, they have a Water World show at Universal Studios. I think that would be a great ride because that movie is hilariously long, but also really fun concept. Uh, if you haven't seen Water World take some OGs or do something, drink a bunch of Four Peaks and watch it because it's like three hours long, but it is very entertaining. Um, that would be a fun ride. Uh, Wally, I think, would be a great ride. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anything futuristic would be very fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, trying to think what else. What would a PHNX Sun Devils ride be? Um, you that you wouldn't it wouldn't be all something right that would make be you completely off the rails. Yeah, something that would make you vomit oh, afterwards. There would be no ride. It's you ever you ever um. It would be a trackless ride because there's no rails. Yeah, like just, a roller coaster tycoon thing where like you you build a ride so it like the track just comes to an end and they launch you off and then I love that just, game so much, yeah. dude. So fun. It was amazing on the computer. PC games went stupid back in the day. They still oh, do. They, yeah, they still do good. Well, not uh, but I'm talking about like the old PC games. Yeah, I know what you're talking about the ones on disc. Yes, them shits went crazy. Like uh, backyard baseball, backyard baseball, Age of Mythology, one of my favorite games yeah. of all time. Age of Empires, Starcraft, yeah. all those games. Starcraft, I loved Starcraft. Totally. Listen, man, don't hate <laughs> on me for Starcraft. Okay, uh, before we get out of here, gotta tell you guys about Foco. They've got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise. They have officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, and Sean, and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Sean, no, get on it, dude. I'm- Buy some fucking Crocs. I like I've I've considered it. I might spend my my Foco funds on bobbleheads. I want to get back into bo- collecting bobbleheads, and their bobbleheads are pretty fucking sick. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I have so many at my house. Yeah, bobbleheads. Yeah, I'll sell some to you, Sean. But like, I feel like they don't. I feel like they're not out here making bobbleheads like that. Like, like I feel like if I got had, like a lot of bobbleheads, I had are like promotional uh, bobbleheads. Promotional bobbleheads. Like they these are just like straight up like we're Foco. We made bobbleheads and they look dope. Like the All Star yeah. ones that they had went crazy. Okay, well head on over to Foco.com or Clink. Click the link Clink. below Clink. in the description for all non-presale items. Use the code PHNX for 10% off. Anything else? That's it. Okay. We'll be back with a live show Wednesday, which is tomorrow, which for it's crazy to me that tomorrow's already Wednesday. 
Um, we've got a lot to talk about because it'll be after an ASU practice. We've got a draft that we've got to do. Lots of fun stuff. So definitely um, tune in tomorrow again, 3 p.m. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. And you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Imagineering as always. And we will be back, like we said, Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.